You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right, hello, and uh, welcome to Morning Breath. I am Brian Moore. I'm one of the pastors at East Coast Christian Center, and I get to host the show today with my lovely bride across the table from me. This is Morning Breath. We are going to open up the Word of God together, Proverbs 22 today, and uh, see what God breathes on, see what He would say to us that we could say to you, that we could share uh, devotion. It is just going to, we're just going to talk about what God has breathed on and what He shows us, and uh I want to say welcome to my wife across the way. Will you tell everybody hello out there and uh, oh, tell yes. them tell them a little bit about what in the world you do here at East Coast besides oh. be my wife, which is more than any of the other stuff. But what okay, else do you do cool. around here? I'm a wife. I'm a mom of yep. four. But around here, I do missions. I do marriage ministry and I do freedom ministry. Yeah. So I kind of juggle. That's what I do. I yeah, juggle cool. some things. It's cool. There's there's a few things that are always in the air that we're uh, we're juggling that way and. Um, by the grace of God, we have to do it together. And we're in the studio with us together, speaking of together, we have over here on the other side of the room, Nick Clemenson. How you doing, my friend? Hey, oh, I'm doing good. It is good. This is Holy Week. This is like Easter coming. Easter is coming this weekend, Woo-hoo. and it is going to be awesome. Awesome. Easter. Yeah. Easter. <laughs> Easter. It is. It's happening this it's week. It's going to be amazing. It's Easter. Yep. yep. It's like he, he is about to go to a cross in a couple of days. Yep. Um if our calendar is perfect, of course, then being that it's Wednesday, that Good Friday is coming, and yep. but Sunday's better. He not Amen. only went to a cross, but Sunday he came out of the grave, and we celebrate it this weekend. And uh, there are some things going on um, around the church besides Easter this weekend, which if you don't have a church um, home, if you don't have a place to, to do church this weekend for Easter to celebrate our resurrected Savior, man, come be a part of all that Easter looks like at East Coast Christian Center. We've got an incredible service plan. We've got good times, fun for the kids, and an incredible... Um, I don't know, it's just incredible ministry time that we want you to come and be a part of that with us. So all of our campuses, all of our locations, you can get all those details on our website, eccc.us. But before we get into all the other announcements, why don't you tell them how to get on board with this show if they just ran across it somehow? Tell them how to do it again. Absolutely. So you can download the East Coast app or you can visit us on our website at eccc.us for information and for events and for um, morning breath episodes. And you can get past sermons from the church there as well. Um, We're also on Facebook, we're on Instagram and YouTube. If you want to connect with us just by calling the church office, you can do that too at 321-452-1060. And then we can email you or just regular mail you with the information about East Coast, about morning breath, or any other questions you might have. Yeah, right on. We'd love for you to be a part of the show with us. And uh, really, we want you to get in the Word of God on a regular basis. And this show is built to be a way to do that. And uh, we've been walking through Proverbs, but we're, we bounce around different books of the Bible. And so we would just encourage you to uh, to, to get on board, to go to all those places, and uh, or one of those places at least, and find out where we're headed next. But we do have a couple other things going on around the church we want to make sure you're aware of. And one of those is a pretty fun evening that we have set up. It's called a XO night, which is a marriage night, actually. Hugs and kisses, if you will, the X's and the O's. Um, what it is is uh, we are um, simulcasting a uh, one of the largest, if not the largest, uh, marriage it conference. It is the largest in yeah, the world. In the world. Yes. And uh, we, we'll have some incredible time together. Uh, we'll have some desserts. We'll actually do child care if you need kid care, kid care that night. Um, it's $10 per couple, and then if you need child care, it's an additional $10. And if you got one kid or four kids, that $10 doesn't change. You pay $10 yeah. per family for or your child care. Or 10 kids or 20. Dude, if you got 20 kids, you need a conference. Come yeah, on. you, you do. Need a, you need a little break, <laughs> even if it's just to come sit and be away from them for you know a couple hours. But uh, the details on that are uh, April the 29th, so just in a couple weeks from now. It's a Friday night, 630 to 930 at the Parkway Worship Center here on Merritt Island, 680. 
North Courtney Parkway. We also have Kids Camp coming up June 6th to the 10th. If you don't, um, if you haven't reserved uh, space in that yet uh, for your children to come, that is uh, coming up June 6th to the 10th. Like I said, it's out at our Cocoa Campus out off of Friday Road, but you need to register soon because it is filling up. It's $99 for the first child, $75 for the second, and then free for everyone after that. So if you got those mm-hmm. 10 kids or 20 kids, dude, you're going to win. Yeah, you're gonna, you are. You're going to win in that gonna, battle. So yep. um, come be a part of that for your kids. It'd be a great time. But let's get into the Word of God. We got 29 verses, I believe, in uh, Proverbs chapter 22. I got the New American Standard. What do you got over there? Um, today I'm changing it up. I'm going English Standard Version. ESV. All I right. I am. So uh, how about you read through um, 15, and I'll pick up at 16. Sounds All right. good. All right. I say unto you, read, ma'am. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. The rich and poor meet together. The Lord is maker of them all. The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the crooked. Whoever guards his soul will keep far from them. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. The rich rules over the poor and the the borrower, why can I not say that? The borrower is slave to the lender. Whoever sows injustice will reap calamity and the rod of his fury will fail. Whoever has a bountiful eye will be blessed for he shares his bread with the poor. Drive out a scoffer and strife will go out and quarreling and abuse will cease. He who loves purity of heart and whose speech is gracious will have the king as his friend. The eyes of the Lord keep watch over knowledge, but he overthrows the words of the traitor. The sluggard says, there is a lion outside. I shall be killed in the streets. The mouth of forbidden women of forbidden women is a deep pit. He with whom the Lord is angry will fall into it. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. All right, verse 16, he who oppresses the poor to make more for himself or who gives to the rich will only come to poverty. Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise and apply your mind to the knowledge or to my knowledge. For it will be pleasant if you keep them within you that they may be ready on your lips so that your trust may be in the Lord. I have taught you today, even you. Have I not written to you excellent things of counsel and knowledge to make you know the certainty of the words of truth that you may correctly answer him who sent you? Do not rob the poor because he is poor, or crush the afflicted at the gate. For the Lord will plead their case and take the life of those who rob them. Do not associate with a man given to anger, or go with a hot-tempered man, or you will learn his ways and find a snare for yourself. Do not be among those who give pledges, among those who become guarantors for debts. If you have nothing with which to pay, why should he take your bed from under you? Do not move the ancient boundary which your fathers have set. Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will stand before kings, and he will not stand before obscure men. Ah, man. So in this chapter, there's there's actually quite a bit of financial things going on in here, um, which I I tend to have a little bit of a bend towards the things uh, financially. I I guess I'm intrigued. I I shouldn't say my whole life, but I've been intrigued for a long time about – about financial principles, I guess, and understanding math. I've been a math guy. I've been a dollars and cents guy. I've, uh, I don't know, I've just, for whatever reason, I, I'm bent in that direction, probably because of what verse six here, train, train up a child in the way he should go, that even when he's old, he will not depart from it. Yeah. I was I was taught at an early age about saving, about, you know, I, I grew up in a home where, where money was, um, 
it was not really an issue. There, we, we had plenty. We had enough. We had more than enough most of the time. I don't remember lacking. I don't remember um, scrimping or, you know, I, I just don't remember having to be, live that way. And so by the grace of God, I was trained in some principles, not, not perfectly, but I was trained to actually not spend everything that comes in, yeah. like to actually set money aside for the future. And um, that there, were, there was a way that you could do finances and, uh, and actually make it. Um, I've since learned a lot more biblical principles than just kind of natural, like there's great natural money principles out there. I think that, you know, you got to bring in more than you spend. Like that seems pretty natural. It seems pretty, you know, as a normal thing that we would want to, you know, um, kind of walk through. But as far as giving goes and, you know, where to give and how to give and what to give and all those kinds of um, ideas around around financial stuff, I think, is uh, is very important. It's an important part of the kingdom of God. It's important. It's an important part that, to be honest, isn't always talked about in a lot of church settings. That people get a little bit um, anxious or nervous when it is talked about, and so um, there's a there's a resistance on pastors, I think, to actually talk about money. Yeah, it shouldn't be. We don't believe that at East Coast. We talk about money. We got. We believe that God wants you blessed to be a blessing. It's one of the core values here at East Coast that we want to be generous. That we are blessed. East Coast is blessed to be a blessing. And so we've lived with an eye towards the poor to go. Hey, how can we help the poor? How can we help somebody who is in a lesser um, state financially than maybe we are as a church or that we are as individuals? That we don't always, you know, kind of look up above us and go, what does somebody have? I want what they have that's in a better place than we are financially, but actually to look and to go, hey, we are blessed. Like we're in maybe the 1% of the world that is uh, is so radically blessed that, you know, so much of the world lives on a dollar a day that lives on, you know, a couple dollars a day. How radically blessed are we? Yeah, the economy is doing stuff. And yeah, the housing market and yeah, you know, all the uncertainty with inflation and all this natural things that are out there, but supernaturally there's a lot going on all the time when we talk money as well. And so there's just a lot of different verses in here. But what stuck out to you? How about we kick it over? What uh, what did you like in the chapter? What, what did maybe God breathe on? Uh, let's see. Well, I, a lot stuck out to me in the chapter right at the beginning. I was like, man, this thing has like a zillion sermons in it. Um, it's a lot of, Preach. you let's know, go. So, yeah, here we go. Um, it's a lot of separate thoughts. And there are some that are um, that are congruent with each other as well. Um but in verse two, where it says the rich and the poor meet together, the Lord is maker of them all. Um, the Lord was challenging me in this. He's challenged me in this a little bit over the past few years. Um, there's a concept in uh, Romans twelve sixteen, similar concept to verse two here that says, uh, do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Yeah. And I was just thinking I've meditated on that quite a bit. And here in verse two, where it says the rich and the poor meet together, the Lord is maker of them all. I've really looked at my life and gone, what does this look like practically? It says associate with the lowly. Yeah, That's God's will for us. And it's more than just God's will for us. It's his command to us. And so when I look at my life and I see me hanging out with my friends and everybody who's comfortable for me to be around and I don't go out of my circle and I... And I'm just kind of stuck in that. Or I like to be around people who are of means or I like to be around people who make me feel good about myself or only enjoy my own hobbies and not reach out of that. I'm neglecting this command from God to associate with the lowly. And um, there was a time in recent months where and this kind of brought it back to me where I was talking to somebody who who needed some help and they were going through a really difficult time in life and then one of my really close friends walked by and I thought, oh shoot, I'm gonna miss him. 
And the Lord just spoke in my heart, associate with the lowly. This is a a broken, hurting person that I've put in your path for you to talk to. And it's okay if you can't hang out with the people that you want to hang out with right now. It's okay. I've called you to associate with the lowly. If there's somebody who nobody wants to be around, guess what? That's your human. That's who you are allowed to, or that's who you get to associate with. And, and it just kind of, it, it, it's not comfortable. It's, uh, what's the word? It's different from what you would normally think. It's counterintuitive. It's counter what your emotions want to do. And so you have to do it um, intentionally. You have to intentionally go, Lord, who am I overlooking? That's good. Because God sees that person. When you walk into a room, can you ask the Lord, God, who do you see? Who need, who needs me to walk up to them and associate with them? And I'm not saying, okay, now everybody that you associate with, you have to disown your friends, not at all. But pay attention to what God is paying attention to and have him highlight those people in your life. Watch what happens. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I mean, I've, I've obviously watched you do this. Like, we're married, right? And so I, I walk through life and I see you associating with the lowly. And um, when I say, when we say the lowly, that might sound critical. That might actually sound like, man, how dare they say that somebody's below them or that maybe people listen to the show going, no, maybe do they think that I'm lowly because they hang out with me or they spend time with me? No, not at all. That's not the case at all. What we're saying is that you actually pay attention and, and live outside of yourself, right? And so look around at somebody who might be low in spirit, maybe not low in finances or low in this or that. There's all the labels that we could put on all the things, right? Yeah, Very wealthy people could be low in spirit and need you to reach out to them. They could be single and, you know, 48 years old and single and wishing they were married and never been married or, you know, walking through and somebody who is newly single that walking through a divorce that's, you know, dealing with issues in their life that are, that are difficult and need some attention, need some love. They actually need compassion to, for us to move out of our own selves and out of our way and go mm-hmm. love somebody. And so I, I like it too. I, I think uh, verse four goes along with that. The reward of humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. And you go, you know what? I don't have these things. I don't feel like I'm like I'm honorable or I'm not, you know, living life to the full or, you know, I don't have enough like, you know, riches or, you know, finances or whatever. Well, let's walk in the first part of that. Let's, let's re, we will be rewarded. It's a promise. This is the reward of humility and the fear of the Lord. Well, let's be careful to walk humbly and fear God, not like be afraid of God because he's against you, but have some awe and some wonder and some even maybe a little bit of like reverence, if you will, for the things of God and go, you know what? I want to actually set aside the word of God that when I like you're taking time to listen to the show, you're taking time, hopefully to read your Bible, to get into the, into the scripture. That is actually honoring and fearing God. That's actually going, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to value the word of God so that it's not just another book or a book that sits on a shelf. It's something I'm going to get into my life. That is one of the greatest honors that you could do in knowing God is to get in the Word of God and spend time with Him, right? Like, Amen. it's living and active, sharper than a two-edged sword, Scripture says. It is the thing that will build you up. It will encourage you. It will be an incredible strength to your life. And you want honor and you want riches and you want life. Man, let's let's honor God and let's walk humbly. Like, let's actually be intentional about humbling ourselves. Now, there's ditches on both sides of that humility side. You can be prideful, which is one ditch, and the other ditch is, you know, this whole, like, passive, like, aggressive, almost, like, overly humble, like, martyrdom over here where you're, like, you know, self-sacrificing to some extent that it's almost, like, heroic and you're just working hard to be heroic at your humility. Neither neither ends of the spectrum of what we're talking about. We're talking about let's actually just 
be intentional about laying our life down. Amen. Be willing to go and to love somebody who's different than you or maybe in a different season than you or in a different circumstance than you're in and, and love them well. And there is a reward. And I think the reward is just better than we could ask, think, or imagine. Amen. Humility is something that if you're aware that you have it, you you, you wrecked it. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a quote. I don't remember who said it, but it said, humility is the fairest flower. Um, once you once you see it, it withers or something. It was just it was. I wish I could get the quote right, but um, humility is sensitive like yeah. that. Um, I loved verse four as well. Um, when we were in Israel, we were on a tour with a Bible scholar, and he said that word fear, like fearing the Lord, um, is actually interpreted awe, which yeah. is what you were um, what you were talking about. Uh-huh. And I just yes, aha! How it says the reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches, honor, and life. I just think that though that awe and living in awe of the Lord, if you're humble, you're automatically going to have awe of the Lord. You're going to be in awe of his goodness and in awe of his faithfulness, in awe of his presence in your life, in awe of his love, of how kind he is and how and his care for us. And it's humility ties directly into that, that he's the one who did everything good for us, that every good gift and every precious gift came straight from him. Everything good that happened to us came because of him. Even like when we drive into our neighborhood, there's this um, there's this water. We don't live on the water, but there's this beautiful body of water that we pass as you turn onto our street. And I thank God for that very frequently. And I stand in awe of him. There are so many things in life that we can be um, that we can be down about or that we can be critical about. But when you look for think ways to be in awe and to be humbled at the place and the blessings that God's put on our lives, it this is a promise. It says yeah. the reward for humility and fear of the Lord or awe of the Lord is riches, honor and life. It's going to go well with you. It's good. You know, there's a there's another verse down here that, that Dave Ramsey quotes regularly. And if you hear if you know of Dave Ramsey, Financial Peace University, Love it. they they do some they do some incredible things to help people get free financially and kind of get their um, or your finances or our finances in order so that you kind of have a the priority about what's in you know make the important things important in your budget and really setting some things in place. But he says this uh, verse seven. It says the rich rule over the poor and the borrower becomes the lender's slave or he, like he would say it as a slave to the lender. And you know if you're I'm not an anti-debt guy. Like I, there are people who are like, man, debt is always bad and debt's a negative thing. And um, this is actually uh, uh, to heed a warning of going, hey, getting into debt, you are going to be enslaved to someone. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a wise thing to consider, you know, what you're willing to go into debt for. And, um, you know, by the grace of God as a church, we've um, not been in debt. Like we, you know, we were in debt and then we paid off a mortgage, um, you know, I don't know, eight or 10 years ago, we were able to, you know, live mortgage free um, yeah. as a ministry. And, you know, we're building a building right now in Vieira and we're believing God that any debt that we need to take on to get that thing opened up would go away quickly, you know, and it, we would be able to pay that thing off. And we were like Dave Ramsey would say, we'd have gazelle intensity that we, there is great value and not, you know, paying interest on stuff and Amen. not being bound to somebody else's decision about when they want their money back and that sort of thing. And so, um, just be sensitive. I think it's a great a great warning again to go, hey, be careful, especially in this season of all the things going on financially in our in our community and in our country, to just be wise. And uh, I, I think it's a great um, wisdom thing, which this book of Proverbs has been known to be the book of wisdom, that like some would say that it is the book of wisdom, that you study this stuff out, there's great wisdom to be found here. And so um, I just, I guess my, my heart to, you know, maybe express my heart so much of what this chapter speaks to is, you know, like in verse nine, who's generous will be blessed where he gives some of his food to the poor. There's something great to just be said about think outside of yourself financially as well, that you could live bigger 
by giving bigger, if that makes any sense. Like, has nothing to do with the local church per se. Like, this is not for you to give something to East Coast Christian Center or to this radio show or anything along those lines. I'm telling you, you could have incredible impact by just raising the level of generosity in your life. And you say, well, I am generous, or I am this or that. Well, are you keeping track? How do you know that you are? And I, I, I'm i a guy who's saying, hey, you should calculate that. You should understand how generous you are. Absolutely. If you want to become more generous, the only way to find out if you're going to become more generous is knowing how generous you really are right now. Because yeah. I've heard a lot of people say, oh, I'm generous, I'm generous. But then you ask that next question of, well, are you keeping track? Are you paying attention to that? And some people are like, oh, I don't, I don't want to pay attention to that. Well, if you want to grow in it, you need to pay attention to it. Like It's like if you're going to grow anything in your garden, if you don't pay attention to it, it's not going to grow. You need to be intentional about watering it and you know putting seed in the ground. I mean, there's a process to all of that. And so I don't think there's anything at all wrong with being intentional and actually you know being um, paying attention a bit to what you're doing generosity-wise because you can have greater impact than you realize with not very much. It's not like you give radical amounts of money. It's maybe a percentage thing that will will challenge your heart and watch God move. He will give you seed for sowing and bread for eating, Scripture says. And so if you're wondering, well, if I give, I won't have enough, that is a lie from the pit of hell. Like That is. is a lie. That is not God's best. God's best is sow and there will be enough. Give, and it shall be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over. And God wants to do it. He wants to do it radically through you. Yeah, we were challenged in this. I remember a few years ago, we felt like we were being more generous than we ever had because we were giving more money than we'd ever had. And we always bring back the tithe. We bring, you know, 10% to our storehouse, which is where you're spiritually fed from, which is your local church. So we bring that tithe. But on top of the tithe, we're, you know, we'd give this certain percentage. And... We re- I thought, well, we're giving now more than we ever have. But I realized that as you go through life and you get raises and you make more money, we were actually giving, even though the amount was more, this percentage just kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And we were challenged to go, wow, as we give get raises, we have more opportunity to yeah. be more of a blessing. And it kind of explains why is the Lord blessing us so that we can keep being a bigger blessing. It was challenging to look at the percentage of what we give and go, wow, let's go for it. Yeah. And I, I've never, I can't think of a time, maybe there is some time, but I can't think of a time. We've been married almost 20 years and together we've, you know, decided on on giving things and um i I can't remember a single time where we like years down the road looked back and we're like man we should have never given that yeah i can't think of a single time not once not one time where we went man it would sure be nice to have that 32 dollars back in my pocket right now because i gave right (laughs) like or 300 dollars or whatever numbers we would put out there that we've been able by the grace of god to give um we've been able to do some pretty incredible things standing before God only to be able to just be generous and say, God, I want to do this and I want to do it. I want to, you know, I want to be found faithful and steadfast, if you will, in going, you know what? My Jesus was steadfast towards the cross for me. That was not easy. Like we recognize, especially in this season, this week, we recognize how difficult that was. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll finish up the show. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. You know, I, uh, I, in, what I was saying before the break there was that the idea that if Jesus would go steadfast to a painful, difficult, stretching for sure experience for him or for us and for the whole world actually to have a relationship with him that we celebrate in him going to a cross that, you know, he died for our sins and literally beaten, battered, all of that so that we could have life, that we could have wholeness, we could have all of that. My $32 or 13 cents or whatever the other numbers are, however, it doesn't even matter where the where the decimal point is. The point is that we would stretch and we would be radically um, 
willing, just willing to say yes, and then just go do it. What you hear God say, just do that. You know, there's a mm-hmm. verse here that I want to I want to just maybe close the show with. Is in verse three. It says, "A prudent sees evil and hides himself, but the naive go on and are punished for it." You know, I just really would say in this season, and there, we've been talking a lot about financial things in this season. I think there's a there's great value in being prudent to actually see evil and hide from it. You know, that's a that's a natural thing that we have to choose sometimes if we're just going to go on and do what we've always done, or we're going to see something out ahead. And I think by the Spirit of God. He can, God can show you and wants to show you. He wants to lead you beside still water. Scripture says he wants the word to be a light into your path, a lamp into your feet. Get in the word, get around some other believers, get in some times of worship and watch God do it. Watch him show you some things that you never saw before so you can hide yourself so that you could be prudent to actually avoid danger, wherever that might be. If that's financially or relationally, it's a lot of different areas that we could be hidden from. Do that and let's go do all the things that change the world. God bless you guys. Have an incredible week. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.